0: Hey there. What's up? It is November 24th, just two days before Thanksgiving. I am Lisa Page and this is my podcast called the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. What's going on? I hope you're having a great day. It's around 645, 56 degrees out. Kind of gross today. As long as there's no snow falling, I don't care if it rains till Saturday. Just no snow, please. Thank you. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving week. I'm sure you're running around crazy, getting all the things. Stu's Aunt Debbie hosts Thanksgiving every year. There were only a couple of years that I can remember that we didn't go to her house because when we lived in Pennsylvania, you know, it wasn't a big deal to drive to her house. It was probably three or four hours. Before we moved to Pennsylvania, we lived in Florida and I feel like those were the only... There were a few years in the beginning that we couldn't make it back to Debbie's cuz they lived in Westchester, New York. But for the most part, every Thanksgiving has been spent with our Aunt Debbie, and she is an amazing cook and God love this woman because this year she's having 18 people. 18 people to her house and she's cooking everything. And my favorite Thanksgiving side dish that she makes And it's really the first thing I go for every year is her turnips. I love turnips. It's the only time of the year that I eat the turnips because I can't make them. Are you serious? But she makes the best turnips. Everything she makes is so good. Side note: Since stew is a vegetarian, she'll make a green bean casserole and then she'll make an extra green bean casserole without bacon for stew. Yeah, my husband is high maintenance. Being a vegetarian is no joke. We legit have to bring some type of like tofu turkey loaf thing. It's vegetarian, but we have to bake it every year and then bring it over to Debbie's and then she'll like reheat it and that's Stu's loaf. And he has some type of vegetarian gravy that he makes. It's a whole thing. We get asked a lot as to why he is a vegetarian and it has nothing to do with animals or cruelty to animals. He years ago, probably 20 years ago, was on Atkins with Glenn. They were doing hardcore for a couple of years. And one day he just woke up and and was like, I'm sick. I cannot eat any more meat. I don't want to look at another piece of chicken. I can't do it anymore. And flipped the switch. And y'all, when I tell you that this guy has not gone off track with vegetarianism, it is true. There's only been one time I can remember When he did eat something that was made with chicken broth, but we didn't know, we didn't realize. His cousin Kirsten made this amazing quinoa salad or couscous. It was one of the two. It was so good. It was made with like cranberries and feta, it was delicious. And Kirsten had made us a huge bowl of it and sent it home with me. And I had some one night, and Stu had some. It was delicious. Then the next day, Kirsten messaged me and she goes, you won't even believe this. I did not realize that I made it with chicken broth or stock or it was like bone broth. It was some type of meat-based broth. And Kirsten at the time didn't realize, she didn't put two and two together, that he wouldn't eat that. You know, when you're not physically putting a meat in a dish, sometimes, especially people that aren't vegetarian, you it just, it doesn't even cross your mind. Kirsten's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe it. So I was kind of, I was sitting with the decision Of whether or not I should tell him or not tell him. Like in this case, what he doesn't know won't hurt him. He didn't get sick off that quinoa. He actually really liked it. And I flip-flopped back and forth for a second. Like, do I tell him? Do I not? But the bottom line is, I cannot lie to my husband. I've never been a secret, like a a secret keeper. I'm really bad at that. And I did just kind of come out and say, okay, so uh, about the couscous that Kirsten made, there was a little bit of a mistake He wasn't upset about it. You know, what was he going to do? He had already eaten the freaking couscous. Mistakes happen. So that's the only time I remember him ever eating something that wasn't vegetarian. And guess what? He didn't get sick. A lot of people think if you're vegetarian for all these years, because he's been a vegetarian for 15 years, that if you go ahead and eat something, you're going to get like deathly ill. And maybe that's the case with some people. For example, my friend Liv. She was a vegetarian and a vegan when I met her. One day, I remember she called me and said, I had a steak last night. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Uh, what kind of steak did you have? I didn't know they made vegetarian steaks. She's like, no, I just had a craving for flank steak and I I had a steak. I was like, wait a minute, what? I mean, this is a girl who came down to visit us probably seven years ago and was so hardcore vegan. She was checking the ingredients of the OJ to make sure she could drink it. And she's on the phone right now telling me she had a flank steak. Yeah, she never got sick. So ever since then, Liv you know, is eating steaks. She's no longer a vegetarian. So it does happen. It does happen. I would love for Stu to convert back to eating normal because making dinners is kind of annoying. I'm not somebody who likes to eat raviolis every night, you know, and the vegetarian veggie burgers are, they're okay. The Impossible burgers are good. We like those. Uh, You can get them at Costco, and now Central Market sells them. The Beyond Burgers are really good. They make the Beyond Burger links now, sausage links, all not bad. But would it be nice if one day... Stu woke up and said, Hey, I've decided to have meat today. I am no longer going to be a vegetarian. I would love it. But I have a feeling that is never going to happen. So Lisa, just deal with it. Anyway, I hope that... Wherever you are going for Thanksgiving, if you're celebrating with family or you're not because the politicians in your state are urging you to stay in with your family, wear masks, put your mask on in between bites, call the cops on your neighbors. If they have people over past 10, stop it. What is this ridiculousness I'm hearing in Pennsylvania? You can't buy alcohol tomorrow night through 8 a.m. on Thursday morning. What the hell kind of bullshit is that? Then you got freaking... Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom telling you, you're not allowed to leave your house for Thanksgiving. You got to wear masks in between each bite. Oh, and side note, if your neighbors have people over or they're loud past 10 p.m., make sure you call the cops on them. Excuse me? What? Thank the Lord. Some of these police departments and sheriffs are speaking up saying, yeah, no, we are definitely not responding to those calls. We're not going to come out and arrest you if your neighbors call us and say, you guys are being loud at 10.02 p.m. on Thanksgiving night. Give me a break. It's called tyranny. And you have these asshole governors in these blue states, like Governor Murphy and Wolf, Cuomo and Newsom, who are totally abusing their powers, their arrogance and hypocrisy. No, no bounds. A week or two ago, Newsom from California, Governor Newsom has spotted out having dinner with a bunch of people after he told everybody in the state, lockdown, you can't go anywhere, you're not allowed to eat anywhere, you can't leave your house and your property. Next thing you know, bro's out having dinner with a bunch of his friends. An expensive dinner where it's 400 bucks a plate. It's very, you know, rules for thee, but not for me. Do as I say, not as I do. Let's not forget this story that just broke yesterday, I think it was, that Governor Cuomo... You know, he's been preaching this huge message of sacrifice during the holiday seasons and warning New Yorkers against getting together with their family for holiday gatherings. Well, no, 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 no. He announced on Monday afternoon that he invited his 89-year-old mother, Matilda, and two of his daughters to celebrate Thanksgiving with him and his family in Albany. This is one of the many reasons why Andrew Cuomo is the worst governor in America. You know who hates him the most? My husband, do. He hates this guy so much, he created an entire Andrew Cuomo is the worst, or I think it's Andrew Cuomo is awful merchandise line. You can get mugs, koozies, t-shirts, hoodies. I feel like all New Yorkers need to get in on the merchandise and wear it because he really is the, the most god-awful governor. And Governor Newsom is a close second. All right, let's move it along and talk about some uplifting good news. A few nights ago, I posted in my Lisa page Made Me Do It private group. I wanted to start a thread of all the good things that have happened to you this year in 2020. Most of us would say hasn't been the best year. This has been a total shit show. And I understand sometimes it's hard to see the silver lining and recognize the good Because it has been so bad for a lot of us. But that's the reason why this topic, this thread was so needed. I asked my friends in the Lisa Page Made Me Do It Facebook group, what happened to you in 2020 that turned out to be good? And some of the answers are Katie. She was the first one to respond. She got pregnant and she is due on Christmas Day. Krista had a baby girl who was born in 2020. Amber got married to her baby daddy last weekend. Katie bought a new house. Erin got pregnant with her second baby girl. A lot of babies. Jolie left a job that no longer brought her joy. Serena sent her son on a mission, and she's enjoyed the prosperity in her business. Sarah wrote in saying that she's had emotional healing that is about 30 years overdue. It's been one of the hardest and most rewarding things ever. Bonus is my heart and mind is open to learning new skills and new things. It's seriously amazing. Carlene graduated with her MBA. Stephanie wrote in saying that after finding out five days before my wedding that we had to postpone it, we didn't let COVID win. We eloped. She got a ton of likes on that one. Christy started listening to Chad Prather and found me. So cool. Thank you. I love it. Jeannie bought a house, adopted a dog, and married her guy. That's a lot of things happening in 2020 for her. Mary finally got her first floor redone. Amber Michelle has a new podcast launching called Everyday Jesus Moments, and she says it's about you know, how we take the truths of the Bible and use them to love others and show Jesus to them in practical ways. Man, if there is a podcast that is needed like that, Amber You will have a lot of subscribers. Bible Friend Lindsay will be your first subscriber. I guarantee it. Michelle's just blessed that she was able to keep her job. Ashley said she graduated nursing school in September, passed her boards, and she's working as an oncology nurse. Allison finally got a night nurse job three minutes from home versus 50 minutes for the last four years. She said she lives in a small town and the COVID numbers are low. So she's very blessed. That's a game changer. Kim's getting a divorce. She got lots of laughs on that one. Hilarious. Katie said she moved to a bigger apartment. Sarah has finally made the decision to go back to school and get her bachelor's in social work. Joy wrote in saying that her first grandchild was born. Leo Henry. Congrats, Joy. Susan was working away from her kids 12 hours each day. COVID forced her to stay home and be with them all the time, and she loves it. Amy Anderson said her baby Emily was born a couple of days ago. Jackie... Who's been, oh my gosh, she's been an OG forever. She graduated finally with her master's, got engaged and started a career as a speech language pathologist. Charlena Adams lost 60 pounds on keto. She has a little bit more to go. Trying that keto cornbread stuffing this week. Teresa has moved back to Texas. Amen, girl. Katie bought her first home. Christina, listen to this. She bought and moved into her dream home. And her business made the incorporated 5000s list of fastest growing companies in America for the third time in four years. Christina, I think you follow me on Instagram. That's fantastic. I'm so happy for you. And Kim says that she enjoyed dinner with her four boys and husband almost every single night during the godforsaken quarantine that happened in Jersey. Lots of laughs, great conversations. That is the one big thing a lot of my friends have said that are really busy with older kids in their lives is that the quarantine, as sucky as it was for those months, it brought a lot of families together. You know, They were having dinner at the table every single night, which rarely happens if you've got children that are in activities and everybody's go, go, go. It's very stressful, not only for the kids, but I think for us moms too, just trying to figure out where we gotta be at what time and what kid needs to be here and there. It's a lot. So those were just a few of the answers that I got asking what has actually been positive for you in 2020. I think I feel like we need to take this to Instagram too because I would love to hear your answers over there. So I'll get that posted later today. I guess this concludes the podcast. It's 747, not bad. Thank you so much for listening. I have to tell you how happy I was yesterday and continue to be reading your awesome reviews on iTunes. Y'all just like stepped it up. I know last week I had asked if you would be willing to give a review over on iTunes because that really helps grow the podcast. And when you get a certain amount of five-star reviews, then my podcast gets recommended to other people that might not know who I am but have the same interests. Your reviews of my podcast play a huge role in getting it recognized And bringing in new listeners. And I really appreciate it. I know it's a pain in the ass. It's like when you go to the store and right before the cashier hands you back your receipt, she highlights the number at the bottom and asks you to call it for a free chance to win whatever, a turkey. And it's a pain. Nobody wants to do that. I feel like it's the same annoyance as asking for a review, but you did not disappoint. I read all of them, even the mean ones, but I really appreciate that you took the time to do it and, you know, spread the word. Share this podcast. Thank you in advance. All right, for real now, we're going to wrap it up. My song of the week is one that Ainsley and I have been listening to on repeat for weeks now. Oh, get ready. This is brand new Carrie Underwood off her album her Christmas album, which, by the way, is fantastic. If you haven't listened, you should. This is Sweet Baby Jesus.
1: God, full of wonder and the blood that one day you would share. Just a mother holding her first child, ooh, fully human, fully God, full of wonder and the blood, that one day you would share the same.
0: album, My Gift. That is Carrie Underwood. Oh, her voice. Love it. And that song was called Sweet Baby Jesus. Thank you for listening. I don't know if a podcast is coming out Friday. I'm not sure I really want to work this week and do one. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. If not, I'll talk to you next week at some point. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I will be on the Chad Prather show tonight and also Stu's show. Stu Does America tomorrow night. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great week. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. Screw the masks and just be present. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye.